Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back to another installment, once again, 24's podcast, best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. Take a swivel around the podcasting sphere. Nobody's close, not even close. We're back. Uh, weird podcast. Probably gonna, I'm, I'm kind of hoping it's gonna be less than an hour. I was spent. Pause the music. Did you know the president, presidential inauguration was today? I did not. I was aware that it was on January 20th, but I didn't think that it was going to be. I, I knew it was going to be today, but I didn't realize the severity. I watched it. It's very boring. I'm glad that it was very boring. I need more boring from the president of the United States. Um, I'm wearing my America T-shirt. I was going to play the national anthem. You know what? We'll play it anyways. We'll play a little bit of Gaga. Lady Gaga. She's at the uh, inauguration. I'll play a little bit of it. I'll play the entirety of it. In fact, we'll kind of begin the podcast with Lady Gaga after I get my intro done. But first, I was watching the presidential inauguration and all the news and stuff like that that happened for it. It was literally the opposite of what happened on uh, with, um, with the Capitol literally like a couple of weeks ago on January the 6th. And um, I was so... I, for the first time in years have swelled once again with American pride as I saw a peaceful transition of power American democracy working at its finest at the highest of levels I was so stoked on it and then I got completely bored because it's the presidential inauguration and I was like the moment is over the feeling is over I'm not really a politics guy but even I was like, that's pretty cool. I really, really like that. Anyways, um, I'm going to talk about Philip Rivers' retire, retirement, his announcement that he's retiring today. I don't know if we'll play Spider-Man. Again, I want this to be a short podcast. It's like 1130 at night. I want to hit the hay soon. And, um, you know, we're just going to kind of go with the flow. We're going to, you know, we're going to have fun today. This is a fun day. This is a weird day. It's also a great day. Unpause my, unpause, put on Lady Gaga. We'll end off with the national anthem. Get on your feet. Stripes and 
much did Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, kill the national anthem? Absolutely walked up there on Inauguration Day in some red poofy dress that she has to hold with two hands. She walked up on stage. She absolutely killed it and then walked her ass back off. Oh my God, that was fantastic. Why can't every national anthem sound like that? That's probably the best rendition of the national anthem that I've heard in like the last three to four years. I'm not gonna lie to you. Five, six, seven. I, like I've heard a lot of like, I've heard it a lot at football games. Ugh, get better people to sing the national anthem. Why can't we get Lady Gaga to do it every single time? She absolutely murdered it. So, anyways, watching that today. <clears throat> what else? Like, honestly, what do I have to talk about? Like, this podcast, it's going to be a little bit more free-flowing. It's going to be a little bit less, you know, scripted, a little bit less, um, a little bit less, you know, planned out. In fact, I'm going into this completely cold because, again, I, like, in my infinite wisdom, I completely forgot that the inauguration was today and I was watching that and then I meant to have this podcast out a lot earlier today but I just I just didn't I just get didn't get didn't get into it I was gonna play Spider-Man now I'm not gonna play Spider-Man we'll see maybe I will maybe I won't we'll see I don't know but you know today got the black screen my computer has been acting up all day long it's like a spoiled child I'm like hey computer get it get it together I've got a podcast a podcast so where is my mouse so if you have not heard Philip Rivers one of the um, the best and greatest football players of all time has officially retired today he retired and, um, you know, I talked about yesterday, I'm not going to talk about Drew Brees retiring until he makes it official. I'm not going to say it. He's, he may take, he may, it may take him weeks, it may take him months, it may take him years to retire, but I will not call it until he actually says it. Not just me. I think he deserves that courtesy beyond just like rumors and leaks and stuff like that. I'm, I'm going to give him his respect. I'm going to say, hey. Soon as he wants to retire, he'll let me know. Until then, I'm perfectly fine. I'm not looking to get a scoop. I don't care about scoops. I'm not a scoop guy. Who cares about scoops? But I'm going to sit down. I'm going to relax. Drink my Powerade that is chalk-filled with vitamin C. Let me take a swig. Mm. A deep gulp. Let me relax. By the way. Not going to have a podcast tomorrow. I was thinking about it, but I'm like, 24, take as many breaks as you possibly can. Absolutely murdered the season. Fantastic regular season of football. <clears throat> We're in the final stretch, ladies and gentlemen. In the final stretch, we got championship weekend this weekend. Coming up in 70 plus hours. Then we got the Pro Bowl. Yuck. Then Super Bowl. And then I'm going to take a week off. Again. 
fantastic. We're in the final stretch. And then I'll figure out what we got to do next. <clears throat> so, Philip Rivers retired. To me, Philip Rivers just retired with one of the best careers in the last 20 plus years at his respective position. In my opinion, in my humble opinion, he is a Hall of Famer. He is nothing short of the Hall of Fame, and he deserves he deserves a slot. He deserves a bust in Canton as my computer goes to black again. And it turns itself back on. That's just my opinion. Why do I think that's the case? Well, um, first and foremost, he made a dysfunctional, terrible, terribly run team, semi-functional, semi-relevant. That may seem like like that may seem a little bit ridiculous. It's like, oh yeah, he made him them semi-relevant, and it's like, yeah, because they were like I didn't even know there was a team down in San Diego until Philip Rivers came along. To me, Philip Rivers represents all that is good in the NFL while also representing all that is bad in the NFL in the sense of you have a guy that probably could have won a Super Bowl if he had actually been on a good organization, on a great organization, probably could have beaten out Peyton Manning and Tom Brady one of the, and Ben Roethlisberger one of the years that he was playing in the AFC. But unfortunately, he couldn't, and he didn't. And as his career started to, to started to deteriorate, people were calling in a question, well, is he a Hall of Famer? Is he not? A, yes, he is. He has the numbers to prove it. He has the wins. He has the completion percentages. Completion percentage, excuse me. He has, he has a Hall of Fame resume, in my opinion. Some people have weird, like, qualifiers to be in the Hall of Fame. For me, I'm just, I say, was he or was he not one of the greatest players of all time? Just that simple. And the answer is yes. Philip Rivers, I don't know where I would put him. It's probably in the top 30 at quarterback, which it may not seem like a lot, but considering like, considering how many great quarterbacks have been in, you know, have been in the league, and considering, like, you know, how many Hall of Famers. I mean, I can name probably... I don't know how many Hall of Famers I can name. Let's try. John Elway, Dan Marino, Johnny Unitas, Joe Montana, Steve Young, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Drew Brees, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. That's 11. That was really easy. Yes, Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. And I didn't use Philip Rivers because I felt like that was cheating a little bit. But yeah, like, I, I literally rattled off 11 very, very easily. And I like I, I, al- I also was thinking Warren Moon as well. I put in Unitas as well, kind of as a throwback. Didn't put in Aikman or Staubach. The point that I'm trying to make here is that a lot of great quarterbacks, ladies and gentlemen. Like, top 30 isn't necessarily, like, as bad as you would think, considering, like, how many great quarterbacks there were. At his respective position. I've been a fan of Philip Rivers my entire life. I've loved, I loved his game. I loved his play. I felt like 
out of all the players that the NFL would never market. Like, he would never get, like, a mic'd-up portion. He would never get interviews, exclusive interviews. Like, I felt like he was the best-talking quarterback with the best quotes ever, and people are wasting their time trying to interview the enigmatic Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers when Phillip Rivers will pour his guts out on the sideline of football field. Hey, media members! Do your damn research. Know who you're talking to. Know the subject of your interview, please. But I've, Drew, not Drew, Phillip has been one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch in the NFL for the last 20 years. Congratulations on a Hall of Fame career, in my opinion. I think he deserves to be in the Hall. I have no, who, who says he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall? I just got to ask, point me in the direction of the person that says that he does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, and I will point you, ladies and gentlemen, to an idiot. I'm sick of it. I've had it up to here, and my arm is raised very high in the sky. I'm very short, but it's 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 as high as I can go. I'm, I've had it up to here. Congratulations to the future Hall of Famer, Philip Rivers. And yes, in the last video, I titled the Hall of Fame. I said the Hall of Fame is stupid. And I prefaced that in that podcast as not the Hall of Fame itself, the players involved in it, I don't think like I don't think the whole play I, I don't think the Hall of Famers are stupid. I think the whole process to get into the Hall of Fame is stupid. I hate the voting. I hate the we're gonna knock on our, your door. We're gonna wait for you uh, for you to become a finalist. We're not gonna have the um, the 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 uh, the chivalry, the humility. The compassion to tell you whether or not you're a Hall of Famer before we broadcast your reaction. Because, ooh, we got to make that money, that instant TV money. It's not good enough that we have the reaction of the player, the former player, of course. That we have the reaction of the former player getting into the Hall of Fame. We have to post up Drew Pearson crying with his family in his home. Because we're a bunch of jackasses and we don't care about the players that get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Otherwise, we would have given them an annual stipend. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And we also obviously would have told them that they're not in the Hall of Fame before broadcasting them out to the masses. I'm just saying. Once again, congratulations to Philip Rivers. Here's to you, my friend. As I raise my Powerade, my red, my fruit punch flavored Powerade with the vitamin C flavored packet in it, I raise a tall one up to you, Philip, because I don't drink alcohol. Raise a tall one up to you, Philip, and the Hall of Fame career that you just had. Delicious. I had to trade. I had to take a big gulp, big ass gulp. So, let me sit down. I'm tired. Busy day today. Being 24, it's very exhausting. Being the best video gaming sports podcast on the entire internet. I'm get. I'm getting fucking fat. 
oh no, my shirt is on backwards. <laughs> I'm like, I can't fit in my Walmart America t-shirt. It's like six years old. I love it. And I'm like, why can't I fit in this thing? No, it was on front ways. I'm just fat. I'm fat as fucking fat as fuck. I got to get my ass back on that, that trail. It doesn't fit as well. Let me take a seat. <sighs> Anyways. I went over. Right? Last couple of days, I went over the head coaching hires for the respective teams in the NFL, the seven respective teams in the NFL. Obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles have joined in on the head coaching search because they fired Doug Peterson. I think it was last week they fired him. Regardless, they now need a head coach. So I said to myself, okay, let me kind of look back. Let me kind of just like, you know, let me just kind of like check up on, you know, some of the teams that hired head coaches in the last couple of days. And then let's see, you know, kind of how I like some of the hirings, where they stack up, things of that nature. Which organizations do I think are headed in the correct ways and which are headed in the wrong ways? Wrong, correct direction, wrong, however you want to say it. However you want to say it. So, two teams that just don't have head coaches are the Eagles and the Titans, not Titans, Texans, excuse me. Texans are a clusterfuck. Texans, they recently interviewed, I think today or Monday, Eric Bieniemy. If Eric Bieniemy was the man for the job, they would have already called him in. I talked about it last week. I, Not even last week. I think it was this week. I speculated, hey, I don't think the Houston Texans want to actually get Eric Bieniemy. I think this is just to appease Deshaun Watson, and he is not appeased. He's not amused. I'm not amused. I'm like, that's some bull job. You just interviewed him to appease Deshaun Watson and be like, well, he interviewed, but we just couldn't hire him. We just couldn't hire him. We just, you know, we just didn't hire him. I think they're going to hire somebody that he's not going to like and that I'm not going to like. I don't know who the Texans are going to hire, but they interviewed Eric Bieniemy, And I'm like, he's the... Ironically enough, outside of like Urban Meyer and Lincoln Riley, he's like the best coaching candidate that I had going into this offseason. And obviously Robert Sala. And to be honest with you, I would put Ur- Urban below Eric Bieniemy, Lincoln Riley, and Robert Sala. Eric Bieniemy right now is the steal, whoever gets him. But what's but what looks like it's going is going to happen is that none of the teams are going to pick up Ur, not Urban Eric, which I just I just don't get it, I don't understand it, especially I was, as I was looking 
at um at both teams. I'm like, neither team, Eagles, Texans, you're not above Eric Bieniemy, especially the Texans. You certainly aren't above Eric Bieniemy. You need a great head coach. You haven't had a, a, a great head coach in your entire, besides Gary Kubiak, and look at what happened. You fired him. Won a Super Bowl in Denver, by the way, if you don't know who Gary Kubiak is. But it's like, you know, you want to pretend, you want to play games, you do, you want to tell yourself, you know, you made a good decision, you interviewed him, you did your due diligence. I'm not buying the BS you're trying to ship to me. Okay, you want to tell me, you want to tell me, you did your due diligence, you did your damn job, all right, that's fine. Don't piss in my lemonade and try and tell me it's sweet tea. So now, Eric Bieniemy once again, one of the best offensive coaching candidates out there, head coaching candidates, excuse me, out there, not going to find another job. Texans, Eagles, I don't know what they're doing. I really don't. You know, they are in the worst possible spot I've seen an organization be in, two organizations be in, because they don't want, they obviously don't want to hire him. They would have hired him on the spot. But they're like, you know what? We're not going to hire him. Who we're going to hire, <clears throat> excuse me, is we're going to hire. We're not going to, like, they haven't hired anybody. And they have to do end-of-season evaluations and things of that nature, and they don't have their head coach. It's like, tick-tock, tick-tock. Got to get ready. You aren't ready. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. As I watch the Eagles and the Texans fumble around, I'm like, who is, who is next? Like, is it going to be the defensive coordinator for the Titans or somebody else or... You know, again, I talked. I hate to reiterate myself, but you know, I talked about it yesterday. I'm like, the only guys that I'm taking off of any coaching staff are the Bucks, the the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, the 49ers, and 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 the Rams. But to be honest with you, if I'm either one of those teams, the Texans and the Eagles, I'm offering Lincoln Riley 12 million dollars to come out of Oklahoma right now, right now. Like, Lincoln, you want a job in the NFL? We got you a job. We got you a seat. It's not even hot yet. It's stone cold like a dead corpse rotting in a graveyard for 50 years. It's stone cold. Come take a seat in the cold chair. Not hot chair. Not hot seat. We aren't even going to call it a seat. It's a chair. It's a cold chair. Send it, Lincoln. We got you a head coaching seat. But, you know, I don't know if those two, I don't, I don't know what the Texans and the Eagles are going to do. Seems like a lot of teams are kind of, you know, just doing their own thing, including the Falcons. Arthur Smith? Like, I don't, I don't get owners who say, like, we're going to do our due diligence and things of that nature. And then you hire Arthur Smith? I'm like, did you do your due? Like, I love how people are like, we're going to make sure we do our due diligence and then not even have Lincoln Ryler, not Ryler, Riley, come in and interview. It's like, wait, what? None of you did your due, di- none of you did your due diligence, in my opinion. You just tapped into all the league guys. 
and everybody was literally interviewing the exact same people, and then nobody hired um, Eric Bieniemy, who I think should have been one of the first head coaches to get hired, and then um, and then Robert Sala went to the Jets. How? And then like I, I just I don't understand it. I don't understand what these owners are doing, especially like Atlanta's gonna suck for more for like I, I mean they're gonna suck for another like three four five years, man, under Arthur Smith. Holy Toledo, man. I don't get that one at all. I also don't get the Detroit Lions. Why on God's green earth would you hire a former tight ends coach and an assistant head coach from the Saints? Like what? Like all the people that you could have gotten. You're like, we're going to hire an assistant head coach, former tight ends coach. It's like, I like, I just got to like the reason why Eric B is, is so sought after is because of his work with Patrick Mahomes and more importantly, his work with the Kansas City Chiefs offense and also Andy Reid. Like it just, it's really weird when I watch Matt Nagy be absolutely terrible and him get like another year in Chicago and then Eric B. Enemy can't find a single job and, and I'm like, he's better than Arthur Smith. I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. He, Arthur Smith got a job. The Saints uh, tight ends coach slash head coach, whatever his whatever he does, he got a job with the Lions. Dan Campbell, he got a job. I don't get it at all. Could have had an Eric Bieniemy, didn't want him. Apparently, Dan Campbell's better than Eric Bieniemy, and apparently Lincoln Riley. I just I'm like, all right, all right, you want to keep on sucking. Want to keep on sucking like a vacuum cleaner or a prostitute on a Friday night? A $5 prostitute, so she's doing a lot of sucking. That's your prerogative. That's your business. Me, personally, I'm not going to join in on the suck. That's your business if you want to suck. Hey, I'm not judging. I'm just stating you want to suck a lot. That's your business to suck, just like how it's that hooker's business, that $5 hooker, to, to suck on a Friday night. That's her business. It's not none of mine. She can suck as much as she wants, but I'm not joining in. I'm not going to be a part of it. If you want to suck, if the Detroit Lions want to suck, if the Falcons want to suck, I can see this already blowing up in their faces years before it actually will. If you want to keep on sucking, it's not my business. You keep on sucking. I'm not here to help you. I'm here to enlighten you. Very disappointed with some of the hirings. I'm still disappointed that, again, Riley hasn't even gotten a call, an interview over Zoom. No excuse. I'm not even going to call. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop. We're going to call him up. Going to call up Lincoln. Down in Norman, Oklahoma. We'll pass. We want an NFL guy. Why? Why? Because they're so proven. Lincoln Riley's one of the best offensive minds in the sport. What do you not see? What do you see in college football that's different from the NFL? Not a lot different. There's some. Like, they run a lot more read option plays and things of that nature in college. 
things are a lot more explosive because the players are bad, but the schemes, the concepts are there with some of these offenses. I just, I don't get it. As I sit down and I look at all of the other head coaches, I talked about Robert Sala and Brandon Staley, the Chargers' new head coach, yesterday. I like the hirings because I know, because I, again, I liked the 49ers coaching tree and I like the uh, the Rams coaching tree. I like both of them. I'm not going to be hypocritical. I wouldn't have hired Brandon Staley for the Chargers. I would have hired a, an offensive-minded head coach. I would have hired Eric Bieniemy. I was like, that's a perfect place for Eric Bieniemy. Well, you know, that's it. You know, that's that's other people's business. That's the other team's business. We'll see what happens with Brandon Staley going forward from here. We'll see what happens with Salah going forward from here. I don't get it. You know, if the Bears want to keep Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, then that's their business. If the Lions want to hire Dan Campbell instead of an offensive-minded head coach, that's their business. Or, or Eric Bieniemy or Lincoln Riley, that's their business. If the Falcons want to hire Arthur Smith, God knows why I don't. Instead of, li- literally, Atlanta is called Black Hollywood. That's their business. That's their business. Hold on. That's their business. I dropped my pen. That's their business. When the most eligible head coach in the NFL... Eric Bieniemy, being African American, in a city that really wraps its arms around its African American celebrities. Not saying that they don't wrap their their arms and hands around around you know celebrities of different races, but again, Atlanta is known for being the Black Hollywood. But Atlanta, you couldn't tell people more that they would not wrap their arms around Eric Bieniemy, new head coach. Of Atlanta, being black and being the most eligible head coach, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. He, it's not just because he's black, ladies and gentlemen. It's because he deserves the spot. I just, I just don't get it. If I was a fan of the Falcons, I would be furious. I'd be furious because I'm like, we're not going to win any football games. We're going to be the laughing stock of the division. If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers get a quarterback, we're smoked. If the Saints, if if Jameis is better with the Saints than he was on the Bucs, we're smoked. We don't got anybody. We are the best team going forward. We got the number one wide receiver. We got the quarterback. We're stoked. We're set. We're going to lose a lot of football games going forward from here. Because we got Arthur Smith at head coach. I saw him call plays with Tennessee vanilla offense. Hey, Arthur Blank, what did you see down in Tennessee? To let you know, he's a good quarter coordinator. I don't get it. Somebody's got to explain it to me. I don't get it. I really don't. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit miffed on the head coaching situation. No interviews for Eric Bieniemy, Lincoln Riley. Apparently, people want to, you know, be cute and be like, "Hey, I want to, I want to go my own way. I want to do my own thing." 
I'm like, all right, be a loser. Be a loser. Meanwhile, Eric Bieniemy is going to win, or at least probably compete in his second Super Bowl next year. Potentially, not next year, this year. Potentially win it. Meanwhile, none of the guys that got hired besides Robert Sala were ever even close to sniffing a, a Super Bowl. Besides Dan Campbell with the Rams. Nope, not Dan Campbell, excuse me. Who's the Saints guy? Yeah, Dan. Nope, he was the he was the uh, the Saints tight ends coach, Dan Campbell. Who's the defensive coordinator? Brandon Staley for the Rams. Brandon Staley, my bad. Brandon Staley. He was the defensive coordinator for the Rams. I'm very irked. I'm very annoyed. The hirings. I'm like, you guys spent two weeks to hire the guys that nobody would have predicted you would have wanted. All I can say is this. They better land these damn drafts. They better land these damn drafts. You know what I'm going to do? Let's take a quick peek at, at the Mock Draft Network. Nope. I'm already incorrect. The Draft Network. Not the Mock Draft Network. The Draft Network. Let's just take a peek. Let's see what's going on over there. I want to see what's going on over there. I want to see what's going on with the evaluations. I want to see what's going on with all these people Get me in, coach. Put me in. Let me see where, where I'm at. Let me see where I'm at. Let me see where they got going. Let's see where they got the three new teams, right? What? That's incorrect. That's incorrect. Let me refresh the page. I already don't like how this mock draft is going. And then, you know what? You know what I'll do? I'm just going to have two mock drafts. One is going to be the simulator. That's not, nope, incorrect again. Oh my God, the mock draft network, the draft network has Zach Wilson ahead of Justin Fields. That is incorrect. Let's play a game. Let's, let's do a mock draft here. The situation has not changed. Zach Wilson is not better than Justin Fields. I was high on Justin Fields. A month ago when he entered into his slump, I'm still high on him right now. Trevor Lawrence goes one to the Jets. Justin Fields goes two to the, uh, not one to the Jets. Lawrence goes number one to the Jags, number two. Justin Fields goes to the Jets, number three, the Dolphins. They're going to take Pania Sewell, and then you got the Falcons at number four. Do you want to start off fresh? Do you want to start off new? Do you want to get a new quarterback, potentially trading away all of your assets, rebuilding with Arthur Smith? If that's what you want to do, you can do it. You got the options. There's teams that would love to have Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. But you got to find a dance partner. Houston would love to have jo uh, Julio Jones, considering that they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. But Atlanta at number three, they got to take a quarterback. 
or they got to take a pass rush or a linebacker. You know what? If I was at Atlanta, I would take Micah Parsons. I'd take Micah Parsons. But everybody keeps on talking about quarterback, quarterback. They may get a little bit giddy. They may get a little bit skittish. I'm going to say they draft a quarterback. Let's just go with the mock draft network's evaluation. Zach Wilson. Bengals are up next. They'll take Devontae Smith. Eagles are up next. They'll take another quarterback. They'll take Mac Jones. How is Mac Jones not in the first round and Trey Lance is? Explain that one to me. Explain how a guy that played his ass off this year, some of the best statistics we've ever seen in the college football level, and he still is not a first-round draft pick. Hey, 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 hey. Teams, good luck playing up against Mac Jones next year. I don't want to play up against him next year. Patriots, take Mac Jones. I'm sick of it. Mac Jones goes to the Eagles. No, the, the Eagles, damn it, the Eagles don't need a quarterback. They need a wide receiver. I got to do all that over again. If my internet will permit me to. Because now it's bugging. Like the Eagles don't need a, a football player. Not a football player, a quarterback. What they need is they need a wide receiver. I'm tired. It is late. I shouldn't be podcasting. It's why we're doing an hour, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm tired. I got a burp. Uh. Excuse me. All right. Back to the draft. Eagles, they'll take a wide receiver. Regardless of how you feel about Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts, you need a wide receiver. People are going to be banging the desk. You got to get corner. Got to get, nope, shut up. You're taking a wide receiver. You're taking Jamar Chase. The next best thing. The Bengals took Devontae Smith. You're taking Jamar Chase. The, uh, hey, the, uh, the, 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 what's it called? The Lions, you're taking a quarterback, you're getting Mac Jones. Panthers, you're taking a quarterback, you'll take Trey Lance. Broncos, you're taking a quarterback, you'll take Kyle Trask. Boom, we're out of quarterbacks. I'm not even kidding, by the way. I'm sick of it. We don't need a quarterback. We're fine the way that we are. And it's like, hey, Broncos, Panthers, Lions, you're happy with your quarterback? Hey, Broncos, you're happy with Drew Locke? Hey, Panthers, you're happy with Teddy Bridgewater? Hey, Lions, you're happy with Stafford? Good luck. Good luck. I'm not going to be stuck. I'm not going to hitch my wagon to those three guys. I'm getting up. I'm getting out. Speaking of up and out, let's talk about the Cowboys at number 10. They're taking Patrick Sertain. And that's it. Point is, when it comes to these organizations, both good and bad, when it comes to the teams that are going to be winning football games within the next couple of years versus the teams that are going to be losing football games, you're going to see key and critical decisions that are going to have a domino effect. For example, the whole not firing Bill O'Brien after the last year's playoff game and how the Houston Texans then went on to have one of the worst regular seasons in this in the history of the uh, of the franchise and that franchise is terrible and then on top of that they went and had one of the worst off seasons of all time in the history of the franchise before going into the season trading away multiple picks for Laramie Tunsil and also um in in having not trading away multiple picks but reaping what they sowed with Laramie Tunsil then um 
Then they then then they went out and got Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb, and they signed both of them to max out contracts and had Kenny Stills on the roster, who was a second-round draft pick for them. They traded away a second-round draft pick for them, the same second-round draft pick that they got when they traded away. Not traded away, but when um, uh, it, it was last year. Like, Houston was a mess. Mess. Last year. Their head coaching hiring is wrote it down in my journal question mark because they don't have a head coach yet that's who the uh texans hired as their head coach question mark same thing goes with the not the who's the other team that doesn't have a head coach eagles same thing goes with the eagles question mark at at head coach Ugh, God. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't get it. Somebody's got to explain that one to me. Head coaching befundles. Hall of Fame befundles. I'm juiced today. Hmm. <clears throat> Anything else? Nah. I told you it's going to be a quick podcast. I told you it's going to be an hour. I'm tired. I got to go to bed. Oh, God. Again, weird podcast. I won't be taking... I'll, I'll be taking tomorrow off. I'm disoriented right now. Yeah, it's a short little rant. Things of that nature. I'll talk about this a little bit. This right here for anyone Ladies and gentlemen, 24th podcast. The best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you like this podcast, Spotify, 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 Spotify is where you can find the podcast. Um, I'll be back again Friday. I'm super juiced. I can't even finish the intro. Peace out. I'll see you next uh, next time. No matter what I say, no matter what I get, sometimes people make me question if I want to live. We call that a dark day, such a dark day. But I know tomorrow's going to come, it's going to come my way. And I know in my heart it's going to be a better day. It's going to be a better day. That's why I came here to say amen. Amen. Amen.